0: hello Sobertown. welcome to the Sobertown podcast this is i must i am here to introduce you to the Sobertown podcast if you haven't done already please go and check out sobertownpodcast.com it's full of resources uh, that help in sobriety there's podcasts stories education and motivation Blogs, links, photos, some photos of some really cool sobriety inspired tattoos. Maybe mine is in there too. It's a one-stop shop for sobriety and it's amazing. I really wish that it had existed at the beginning of my sobriety journey. I'd also like to give a shout out to the I Am Sober app. It's an incredibly instrumental Tool in my sobriety uh i don't think i'd be here without it and also many of the people you hear about on the sober town podcast started there as well including our next guest harvey hello harvey
1: hi, hi. thanks for having me on
0: hello <laughs> how are you
1: yeah i'm 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 really well and um yeah i i discovered um the podcast through the iron sober app which, was, which has been absolutely brilliant and and there's been a um You know, a a great tool for me. But then, as you know, it's fantastic because it's joining. You know, similar-minded people who are, you know, same challenges, the same goals, same ambitions, but also the same drive puts them together, and then introduces us to to You know, I did not know about this podcast. So
0: no, I don't. I didn't even. I I don't think we met on the app until oh, until we were arranging this interview, did we? So
1: yeah, that's it. I I um I actually approached. Uh, drifter yeah and said you know i think what you're doing is great um, uh, yeah you know i i, I want to be involved you know i'm at the stage where i'm 13 months sober and i'm at that stage where i am i'm kind of out of the i've I, you know when you are at the bottom of your drinking journey you are sat on the event horizon as i like to think and you've got two options you know you, you, you keep going with the, the force of gravity, which is alcohol and it's compelling and it's strong um, and there is nothing it seems that you can do and the, the, the you know the harder you're being pulled by this you know incomprehensible force, the less light there is you know that's what a black hole is nothing can escape and it's only when you make that decision that actually it could be that you see a glimmer of light you, you can start to make that journey back and you can you can have a laser focus on that light and yeah I, so for me at 13 months i'm past i feel like i've 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 sort of clawed back um i don't feel the 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 deep fear that you do when you're in that in that position of losing all of the light anymore you know getting to a year is a very very big um step it was for me but it, it, to be honest with you, it kind of came and went in, in that I didn't actually notice I'd got to my year until a few days afterwards on the app because wow. I'd structured my life in such a way that it, it I was, I don't believe in um, constantly sitting here with an egg timer working out how long I haven't had a drink because that's not living. Mm. Um, but having said that, 12 months is, is is a long time. And I know you, you've you've reached it, haven't you? Uh, I reach recently. it in
0: two days. <laughs> two days,
1: amazing. You know, and that's fantastic achievement. Um, and there'll be there'll be many people listening that have, and there'll be many people listening that are on day zero that are mm. in total hell, you know. Um, mm. you know, in a year's time, you will be here. But don't worry about a year. It's just just get today out of the way. Yeah. Um, you know, no you're not gonna drink today, get today out of the way. Who knows what's going to happen tomorrow? Don't worry about it. Um, don't drink today, and then see how you feel tomorrow. But let's let's apply the same method.
0: Yeah. <laughs> don't worry about the next I step. Think, you know, I think, particularly at that at, at day zero and those early bits, that's that's all you can do, isn't it? You just have to, you know. I remember sometimes it was one breath at a time. Just you know, never yeah. never mind. One day, one minute at a time. Just get get through today.
1: Anthony Hopkins, I I don't think it's his quote, but I heard him say it, said, uh, who's a fantastic ambassador for for the sober lifestyle, Sir Anthony Hopkins, I should say, said, um, uh, uh, today is the tomorrow you were worried about yesterday. And I thought that was perfect, just sums it up. Everything is fine. (laughs) Everything that's on, as you exist currently in this space time, in this reality, everything is fine. You might feel uh, all all this terror is around you, but actually, it isn't. You're not going to die. Um, there is no need to be utterly consumed by fear. And all that's happening is an addiction, which is what it is. Um, is is kicking? Is kicking and screaming within you? Um, and the only way to beat it is is to have community. Hey, of course, it sounds simple. Don't drink, but it's to have the tools and the network in place to best prepare yourself. For what is certainly at the beginning a, a, a difficult journey, but it is a very, very uh, achievable goal and such a rewarding one.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So, would you like to kind of tell us where you started? How you, yeah. how you got to where you are today?
1: Sure. Um, yeah. So, uh, yeah, I had I'd, I'd a happy childhood. Going yeah, i going You know, I'll talk about what comfortable talking about i pretty small family um yeah lived in london moved out when i was pretty young um away from london and yeah we had we, we, it, it was a good childhood i'd know I, I cannot com- complain about anything you know i've sat sat through hundreds of A.A. meetings and you hear some terrible stories about these awful childhoods and you have to to look at those and wonder, you know, was you know, this must have had an effect. And, you know, there's still a lot of scientific studies going on about it, but it's, it's, it's pretty accepted that um, alcoholism can be effectively inherited and there is genetic reasons for it, but it's still not fully understood. And it doesn't really, doesn't really change anything, you know, if you're drinking, that doesn't help you. So, yeah, I, I, I had a good childhood. Um, I, was, I was, I'd say I was popular at school. Um, I had lots of friends. I I I, uh, I had lots of girlfriends. I I I'd really, really enjoyed being a teenager. I loved my sport. Um, I loved going out with my mates, you know. I just had a had a really good time. But when it was sort of that age at like, you know, my age now in my 40s, you know, at that time sort of 15, 16, you're going out and you're starting to to yeah, you're meeting girls and you're going, starting to get into pubs, you know, starting to get served at i remember getting served at 15 you know and i was quite a small guy as well but i don't know culture seems to be a bit different then i can't believe i'm talking like this because we'll do it as we get older you still think you're 25 and stuff but so we're going back you know 25 25 26 years and where you could smoke in pubs and you know it was just it's what young people did it seems to have changed the last few years and you know I've I've just through family and stuff speaking to people who are in their teenagers they're not they don't have the same session my certainly my peers did and I certainly did with with drinking but not just drinking you know getting destroyed that was half the fun and yeah yeah, there would be I, I I was never um a violent kid you know the old scrape but you know there were some that liked fighting and that's what they did they'd drink and fight there were others that that like chasing girls or others that like go, you know, I don't know, just, there'd be one, uh, there weren't drink drivers. There'd be one that would, there's was one guy we had, who didn't drink and he'd drive him around. They'd just go and do their own thing. But it was, there was always, you know, drink was a big thing. We would talk about, we would look out for the deals in the off licenses, you know, it used to be eight for a fiver, eight cans of Heineken for a fiver. And we'd be working out, you know, how much we could possibly get. Not to socialize or, you know, to get destroyed. Correct. yeah. Yeah, of course.
0: And, yeah, uh, and it was. It was just what we
1: did then, wasn't it? It was. It was just the standard operating procedure, and you know that was normal, um, and that was fine, and there, there there weren't really any problems. You know, the odd scrape as teenagers get into, but nothing really bad. Um, I went. I then, um, yeah, I, I, I took a year out and uh, went and spent a summer in another country, just just. Uh, doing some, some manual labour, which I really enjoyed. Um, there was a massive drinking culture where I went, massive, because it was um, th- 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 it was labouring work, and it was hard work, and it was what was to do, nine till nine to twelve hour days. But you're out in the sunshine, you know, you're all students, you're all young people, people that are left uni, um, and in the evenings there was just this huge drinking culture, and I remember then thinking like me and the guys, like we, were, we were like the, uh, the sort of real grunt uh, boys that had to do all the digging and, and <laughs> we weren't allowed near the grown-ups. We were just, I basically wanted to get away, go in the sun, dig some holes and just have a break before, before I went, went to college. But it became obvious to me that with the friends that I had made there, whether I'd gravitated toward them or not, I found myself in this group that was seriously heavy drinkers, like seven days a week, you know, you literally have two hours sleep, work all day, really hard work, smash it, smash it, smash it, two hours, seven days a week for an entire summer. Mm. When you're 18, you can do that. I think I was 19. Uh, I was 19. Um, came back, went off to college. And by then drinking was then a big thing. Um, I would say that at 19 in my life, yeah, went to college um, in London, and and yeah, you know, got got stuck in. I, I I shared a shared a house with with a few other people, and one of them liked drugs, and I was never really into drugs. I just wasn't. I, I tried things, but you know, just as experimentation, it's just never really been my thing. I always thought I knew I stood stupid with alcohol, mm-hmm. so. I, I never got into that, but he he really did. So it was, quite, it, was, it was quite interesting to me watching him, you know, the different behaviors of people that use drugs and people that use alcohol. Um, so I'm just gonna have a sip of tea. And yeah, he would take ecstasy and um and lots of it, and and mushrooms and, and all these sort of psychedelics and things, but he never got in trouble, really. He'd just sort of be a bit of a bit of a prick, but you know. Whatever you know, I mean, Christ, when I when I was drinking, yeah, 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 he he never he never crossed the line. Is what I'm saying. Yeah, he was always happy, and he never seemed to to he never seemed to affect he he never came. <laughs> He never got injured or offended people or, or and it didn't interfere with his coursework. And my, my drinking didn't interfere with my coursework, but I found that because the group I was with weren't drinking in the same way I was, this was inconvenient to me, so I would start mm-hmm. to drink on my own. And I didn't, I wasn't worried at that point, really. I was a student and Christ, you know, half my mates that were, I'd, I'd gone to a college and my mates had gone to unis and some of the things they were doing, I just said, well, you know, I don't do drugs, this is nothing, you know, I'm fine. Anyway, it was there. there. I didn't, didn't actually complete my course because I, uh, during the summer, I, went, I, I was offered a job in the field that I wanted to go into. So the whole point of me going to college was to get this job. So I trained on the job. So I was only in London for a year, which probably for, for probably good, actually. And it kept my debt levels down. <clears throat> the industry I went into was terrible pay at the low levels. And I was starting absolutely at the bottom as a T-boy, literally work experience kid. Um, but then was offered a, 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 a role because they, they'd seen something that they liked, so I got a job. Um, yeah, boozy industry, again. But, you know, it's funny. I knew what I wanted to do when I was seven years old. I mean, my parents tell me it. I, I, the moment I could really, really start to understand and watch things and, 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 and really communicate, what I wanted—I'm not talking about when you start speaking, but sort of have a broader. People say most kids say they want to be, a, you know, a pilot or a firefighter or the—I don't know, you know, yeah, you know, boys. I'm talking about, but uh, my, mine was mine was very very specific, and I think for that age, quite an unusual job, um, uh, which is in communications. And I, I just you knew. some, and I never ever ever changed my mind. I, I, so I can't say because I thought about this at length. I can't say that. My, my my drinking put me into that career. It didn't. <laughs> it's right. just that there's maybe some irony that the career I chose is known for its drinking. Yes. So I ended up in this career, and I did, uh, and I did well. I I, I progressed um, from T boy up through different companies um, to 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 insert some, some companies running teams. Um, but I, I had a very set goal about where I wanted to be and who I wanted to work for. Achieved that um but it, 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 it was a very very demanding job um and, and that's when my first relationship ended and that although drinking had already been mentioned by that person that they thought I'd, I'd drunk too much hang on a sec sorry tea um it was it wasn't really an issue but this was where so I'll skip through a few a few um companies there so it, it doesn't really matter the job that I that I have at the time, I, I, I run my own business now, but at the time meant that I was, in order to progress, you would have, you would work for one company and then you would go and work for another company in the night. So you would do night shifts. So you'd work in one place and then you'd be trying to get a job at the other. So you'd, so you do say nine till six and then I would be driving into London and doing seven till 3am and then driving home like do you know, 90 minutes drinking, knock myself out. I say it's not myself out, I wanted to drink, but I genuinely was. I mean, I literally had like a 30-minute window. I would literally was like just down in um, whiskey, which I don't even like, knocking myself out get, to, to literally try and get two hours sleep, which, of course, is the worst thing you can do because alcohol doesn't help you sleep. You drink too much. You know, I know some people say they have a tot and it drops them off. That never worked for me because I don't know what a, a tot of alcohol is. It would always be bottles. Um, but... That probably was where I remember thinking then that this 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 needs this needs to be I need to get this under control because if I get this job it's hugely competitive lots of people going for it um, I, I can't let alcohol interfere with this I got the job um, thinking great I've achieved what I wanted now I don't have to knock myself out with alcohol well the job involved. Loads of travel, fantastic expenses, mental work, just really entertaining, highly um, uh, erratic. you never knew what you were going to be doing from one day to the next. you never knew which country you were going to be in from one day to the next and drinking just blend my I rel- I ended the relationship um, at home because a wonderful person and I'm obviously not going to go into any details about just a wonderful person um and you know we're in different places in our lives but certainly the alcohol didn't help but that wasn't the reason for 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 that I saw my career was really kicking off in one direction and we had different life goals at at that stage in our lives um and and I wish that person well she's absolutely delightful um so I was in a single guy and i had this this job uh, where i'm I'm working with you know, i'm I'm put in teams where everyone were all young mostly young guys some 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 women um but they were exactly the same they were they were they were brought into this this sort of I don't know weird world that we operated in um and, uh, yeah, so it was loads of travelling, loads of drinking, loads of different time zones. Get to the airport, get pissed. Get on the plane, get pissed. Land. Find where you've got to be. You know, there will be hire cars waiting for us, hotels waiting for us. Get wherever you need to be. Confirm what you've got to do. Blah, 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 blah. Get pissed. You've got, you've got, you've got competition against you all the time, looking out for them. Or you might go drinking with them. Get pissed, get pissed, get pissed all the time. Come, you might be going to the airport and you're suddenly told, we're, right, you think you're going to London? Go to Dubai, get pissed, waiting for the next flight. On the flight, get pissed, and you come home, and you're be six weeks, and you think, Jesus Christ, I've been pissed for six weeks. But and I've been praised for it. This is that I've been rewarded for it because you performed well. Um, stick that on expenses, or you know, go and get pissed. <laughs> that was usually the thing, but you know, go and get pissed with the lads and stick it on X's. You know, that was. So it was this huge culture, and I and I, uh, but I do not blame it. Listen, that was the game, and I I signed up with with fucking bells on. I loved it, um, yeah. So I did that and that for a long time, you know, over a decade. But problems problems were occurring in this in this in this time, you know, and we've everyone has horror stories, and you know, I've I, I, I've got a load, and you know, I don't know whether. Uh, I don't know how helpful it is focusing on them. You know, I've sat in an AA meeting and listened to, um, you know, without breaching any confidence, is someone who didn't know that they killed someone. So, Mm. you know, it never got that bad. Um, Mm. I never lost my home. I I do not have a criminal record. Um, It's bloody close. You know, I've been nicked. Um, I've woken up in an ambulance. I've been carried off a plane. Uh, well, I was very the only reason I wasn't arrested was because in another country it was because the person that was carrying me off I'd got in a whiskey drinking competition with a South African cage fighter i befriended, as you do
0: as you, as do. you do yeah uh, <laughs> that's
1: befriend, a whole nother story well he's someone that uh, you know I thought he was a big guy He was a blow well, he's a nutter I found out he murdered someone he was a nutter and uh but I thought yeah this guy might be able might be up for a drink um Anyway, yeah, I, I lost. Um, and he he <laughs> carried me off his plane and he explained. I, I ended up, it, 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 there was a relationship. I had never met the guy before, but he was going over to do some work in a similar field. So I met him again in Spain, but I'd never met him before the plane. And uh, he said, yeah, they basically were going to nick you. And there was police everywhere. And, he, and he'd managed, they were, he had somehow got a picture. Oh, that's right. My, uh, my, 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 partner at the time t- was meeting me and um i was seeing someone over there and uh took pictures yeah and it was just terrible you know i was just being carried all my stuff was exploded everywhere and he basically accused the flight of giving me food poisoning but he was such an intimidating character and he was in his like you know, like a like a muscle top he looked really unpredictable, thick South African accent. You said, you, you poisoned my body, get out of the way. And everyone just got out of the way. That's what he said, I believe it. So I wasn't nicked. But, yeah, um, you know, injuries, broken bones. Um, yeah, I got, I got, you know, knocked out by a bouncer. Like, oh, oh, just, which, you know, in hospital, job, that was, you know, ambulances, woken up by paramedics on my birthday in my own garden. You're just like, right, this is exhausting, Yeah, even though this is going on, I'm still here, still doing the same thing. And it's like, you know, everyone, well, a lot of people listening to this will understand that madness. You know, I'm not entirely, who who, who can be sure entirely um, of the demographics of, of how many people are, you know, that are here are alcoholics or whether they want to be here because they want to stop drinking for a prolonged period or forever. But never got to a really dark place, you know, who knows? But for me, it was, um, you know, it was just abundantly demonstrably clear that, the, that I was coming off the rails and something had to give. Um, by this time I'm, I'm in my thirties. I left that job of my own accord i would had enough there there were things that were going on but lots of complicated issues going on at the place but i've been there a long time i wanted to leave i really wanted to change and i got bored even you know even someone drinking in the way that i was and and you know alcoholic 100 um can get bored by <laughs> just doing the same thing maybe they want to get pissed somewhere else Uh, And I, 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 I'd fallen out with them over just other things. Left, went and got another job, which was not as bad. But there was a drinking culture there, but I didn't really get involved in it. It was a very different, um, very different work environment. A lot more sterile. A lot, a lot, a lot. um, Yeah, it was. I'd gone from the wild west um, into i i don't know how to what, what to compare it to i've gone from the wild west wild west into a sterile doctor's waiting room i think it's probably the best way and you kept your voice down and you waited for you you know for your turn and you were just orderly um but it was uh it was something that was important for me in order to build a business that i wanted to build which i've now done so i did that um and it got to the point where was I? Thirteen months ago, loads and loads of those things happened. I had a few different relationships, um, you know, both all of which were drinking was a was a huge, huge problem by this point, um, where you know I was still I was highly highly functioning alcoholic basically, mm. uh, but perhaps slipping from the heights I was at in my functioning, you know, letting things cloud my judgment. Um, um, physically, just getting older. You know, when you when you're, when you're 25 years old, you can go and do these mental things and wake up in the morning and have a can of coke and a Mars bar, and you're off. You know, when you when you, when you get to 40, and even younger than that, you know, my 30s are struggling. Hangovers are just getting terrible. That's why I quit smoking as well. I actually quit smoking in many ways to protect my drinking. Um, because the hangovers were so terrible when i smoked with it and i was i was smoking roller obviously the strongest fags you can get roll them up no filters so and i quit and, I, and I, god i hated smoking my god i'm the worst ex-smoker in the world I, I had no tolerance for smokers sorry and i'm sorry if you smoke and i and i accept i'm terrible i don't want to be around it i don't want to see it uh you know i hate myself for smoking so so until I quit drinking, smoking I thought was was the best thing I'd ever I'd ever done. And it's right, right up there. Um, but just behind drinking because the immediate effects of damaging effects of smoking weren't so apparent whereas drinking was. Um yeah. yeah. So yeah, I just thought uh, yeah, anyway, yeah, and I packed in smoking. So I was like, I can't deal with these hangovers anymore. Um and I can't drink like I used to. And smoking makes it worse. So if I quit smoking, which I want to do anyway, but that might help with my drinking. And I did find that the hangovers are better uh, and save money, etc. And I thought, oh, I've saved myself. I've quit smoking, but it was just still drinking at just dangerous levels. Um, still very good friends with with, with uh, you know colleagues at the first place and, and a few of those very heavy you know, heavy, heavy drinkers. Um, you know, there was a pattern. Um, yeah, and I had tried. By this point, I think i have been. I first went into a uh, into. So yeah, I'm part of the hundred percent part of the fellowship. Uh, I love AA. It's, you know, it's one of those totally, I think, underrated. Um, I know I'm, we're not supposed to talk about other groups, but I just want to say that because I I I I, I use them. And I have, yeah, I have a you can sponsor. Talk about now.
0: whatever helped you. All
1: right. because, well, was there thanks. something?
0: Was there a day when you thought I'm gonna? Call AA. Was there something that yeah? You to do? Well, what
1: happened? Yeah, I think there was. i I there was a, a particularly terrible incident in. So I got I got married. I mean, I'm like, it's, it's easy just to scare everything, but during that time, I got married and uh, it was the wrong person. I, I married someone that was just in the world that I lived in in the frame of mind that I had seemed like a good idea. Uh, it was a complete disaster. Um, um, uh, again. I, 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 I wish them well, you know, was not the right, right thing. Um, yeah, drinking then was serious, but, but, and there were a few crazy instances then, but that, 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 you know, the marriage was, that was, a, I mean, it was a big factor, but there were several others that, that were going to, the marriage was never going to work. But by then, uh, after that, I met, um, another really nice, um, girl who I, who I lived with for, for years. Uh, and there was a big incident, um, to do with family and drink was involved. Um, and it's, it was totally unacceptable in that after my divorce, you know, as, as alcoholics do, I thought it would be, you know, my, my decision-making process was not to sort of, and there, there was some, there was some major events going on in my life at that time that when I look back, I just, I was completely underprepared, under-equipped, um frankly undersupported, but that was my fault because I had not um, sought any help uh, and, and totally alone um, to deal with very, very um, significant life events. That was the death of a very um, a childhood friend uh, at a young age, well, early 30s, <coughs> um, which I, I found very difficult. I'd been visiting them in hospital and um, they, they'd they got a diagnosis and died very, very quickly. And I was there when he died with his family and it was just awful. But by that point, my marriage had broken down. The other, my my partner or my wife was in another country and I was literally, I was on my own. I'd taken time off work and I was a, a, a wreck. There was a lot going on at work um, that I won't go into, which was well, well, well documented and was very, very stressful, and that was going on, and that went over a a long period of time, years. Um, um, And it it, it is well documented, but it was incredibly stressful. Um, There was that. I I was also dealing with a divorce, um, and there was also a massive financial concern, which was not of my doing. So I had a lot of... I was worried about financial security in my personal life, I was worried about job security in my professional life. I was dealing with the death of a childhood friend who I'd built camps with in the woods. And I was dealing with divorce. And I was doing it on my own. And I was an alcoholic. Now, when you put those together and stir it, you know, don't light a match. So, and that's all I did. You know, I, I just, I sat by a fucking furnace with a blowtorch, but I just, I, I, I was, I look at it and I should imagine that's probably the closest I've ever come to a nervous breakdown. I don't think I quite got there, but I went and sat at the dock. And by then I was, um, oh yeah, that, that was, that was a significant incident. I'd gone to visit my buddy in hospital and it was clear, like it was off. It was clear to me that, and I, and I think to him that, that, that he, he, he might not come out of this one. And he was waiting some, for some test results, which were due the following day. And um, I, I, obviously I wasn't dreading them as much as him, but I was driving home from the hospital and I was speaking to my dad and I had like the first ever panic attack I've ever had. I've not had many, even since. Doing 90 miles an hour on the motorway And uh, yeah, it was bad. I had to pull. I had to hang up on my dad. Pull over. I didn't know what was going on. I couldn't see properly. (laughs) Yeah, it was bad. It was so bad. um, I couldn't get home. I had to pull off the motorway and book into a hotel. Couldn't drive. Um, And from that, from that incident, for several years, I couldn't drive on motorways. I tried. Now that made my job untenable. Um, not that it ever affected my job because I found ways around it. But from what I've I, I, I realised that I got to a point now where I had, to, I had just not prioritised myself mm. <coughs> over everything else. And if I didn't do that, something bad was going to happen, really bad. <coughs> Went to the doctor and like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember this. They just looked at me and um, and I'd had I'd sat with them before, and they'd offered me all like counselling and things. And I was just I'm just you know, I'm just not into that. And it's not how I was brought up. And you know, I sort of kind of see myself as like a sort of you know like a guy's guy. Got eye. I don't. It's just not something you do. <coughs> and yeah, but so say I, I also found that the 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 doctors frustrating. And that you know I'd speak to some that would ask me to write down my problems and then give me a piece of like a little notepad like one page from a little notepad no i'd be like listen like you know give me the blank bible and i might be able to do you the intro But i'm going to sit here and write down everything and give it back to you for you to you know i know what the mental health system like is like in, in on, the, on the nhs with respect to the nhs back when this was happening it would take eight months to get a letter you know and this is why people are killing themselves anyway um yeah i sat down and told this other doctor who was much better he he, he just looked at me and i think i was probably shaking and sweating <laughs> And I wanted to go and get something to sleep. By then I was waking up, um, you know, under the kitchen table or dining room table. And I didn't know whether it was dusk or dawn. (laughs) So I'd drawn all the curtains. By then I had bailiffs coming around the house for debt. There was nothing to do with me. I'd had to blockade the house up. And I literally lived like this hermit. And I had lost track of time. like My body clock was completely destroyed. I remember waking up under under my kitchen table and thinking... um, Shit, it's dusk, better start drinking. It was actually 5 a.m., still started drinking. Um, yeah, so, yeah, I went to the doctor and he just said, uh, he said he looked at me and said, you're not going anywhere. <coughs> um, yeah, what's going on in your life? And, yeah, I told him and he just said, yeah, he said, yeah, yeah. one of those things for a lot of people would be enough. Um, yeah, you can't carry on. So <clears throat> that was when I first, you know, using the term properly. I cannot stand the, t- the way people use the term reached out these days. This is what reached out means. I reached out to my doctor for help. Um, you know, I don't reach out to Kar- Kim Kardashian on Facebook to be her friend. You reach out to someone when you want their support. And I can assure you I never would. Um, <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was the first time that I I I I acknowledged really that there was a problem, um, and 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 sought professional help. Um, anyway, met this new person, and so that was that was probably my mid 30s. Uh, no early thirties that would have been. Met this, this new, new new girl who I really liked. Um, put some of the, you know did the funeral, got got the divorce underway. And moved house, so the the and secured my finances so that I wasn't liable for any of this crippling debt that um, that, that 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 was elsewhere. So that was fine. So I did feel as though I managed to sort of claw my way a little bit, um, you know, up up uh, out out of this quicksand a little bit. But it was like still tugging, you know, and I might have got hold of a vine, but. It, 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 this thing was not the strongest um, that I could have that have, could have grabbed onto because you know I didn't I didn't continue the support that I needed. Well, I, I didn't do it properly. Anyway, I had this relationship. My drinking was 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 you know was quickly picked up upon, but I was still um, successful at work. Uh, you, you know, I was being put up for awards and things. You know, you would never know that it was anything outside of um, uh, just the drinking culture of which I was a part um unless you live with me which this person did so it then becomes obvious I wasn't hiding alcohol or anything then yeah. never did then um didn't have to because I was always, there was always a justification to drink to just work yeah. um but yeah there was a terrible incident and that was when I thought right I've had that. you know f this I need to. I, I'm in control of everything else in my life, and you hear this a lot in the rooms as well, um, and and I see it in the um, the Iron Sober community. You know, everything can be in order in your life except this one thing. And because of the personalities, a lot of um, certainly alcoholics, but um, a lot of heavy drinkers that I know have is is they're actually they're quite so they they can be successful people, and they can have everything in order in their lives, and you can look at you can look at this very polished surface this veneer and think everything is is structured but the one thing when you actually pick beneath that 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 you know there is actually this sea of 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 turmoil and pain and the and the and the the one thing behind that is drinking and it's the one thing they can't control that was very much the case for me um so you know it's almost a cliche but you know hey it's right so yeah, uh, there was a terrible incident. I thought, right, and I rang AA and said, "Look, I need to come and I need, I need to come to the rooms." And I went to the rooms, and, and I and I and I did it. And I um, I stopped for about six weeks, and I thought I found it. This is amazing. I'm going to be part of this community, um, and and I'm cured. But actually, oh, it turns out I wasn't really an alcoholic, and you know, I can control my drinking, and i started to. This was where I started to encounter the challenges that people in this community face. Because I would still be part of the communities that were drinking and my friends and my peers um, and, and, and some in the forces and things like that. And you, you'd, you'd, so you'd meet up with these people that you might not see, you know, they might be away for, you might see them once a year, twice a year or something. And they, the whole point of it was to go and get wrecked and I would turn up and drink Coke. But because i got it in my mind that i don't drink i don't i i, I like that i'm stubborn i said i just didn't drink it just wasn't an option it's i'm not drinking but i wasn't happy i wanted to drink but i yeah. decided i wasn't going to drink that's the difference between then and now which is so important um so people would be like berating me you know seriously like, what is wrong with you you trying to spike me things like that so i remember noting then this is going to be difficult this is a this is going to be this is this is going to be a factor if I was ever going to do this properly, which I knew I wasn't back, by the way, back then, um, but I, I pretended I was to those that mattered. Uh, did about six weeks. Started drinking again. Obviously, within about two weeks, it was completely back to where I was before, uh, and I ended the relationship with that person. There were there were there, again lots of reasons, but unlike the the very first relationship, and and then you have my, my you know my marriage and stuff. And the first relationship I would say was was not to do with drinking. This one was drinking paid a major, major factor in it. Um, uh, it was the right decision, and we probably would not be together anyway. But then, I, yeah, but I can honestly, uh, if I'm being honest with myself, by then it would become a, a problem. Uh, in that, well, it was certainly um, an influencing factor in a relationship ending. I'll say that. Uh, and then I, then I just went mad. By well, then, of course, I'd... Yeah, but the whole point is after my divorce is that I did what 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 alcoholics do you know, with my decision-making process and went and got a luxury, like a massive... Well, massive, but a really nice bachelor pad and a ridiculous sports car that I never used because I was terrified of driving because I was always pissed. So I just sat there in the drive, just sat looking at this. It was 180-mile-an-hour car. And I didn't use it. And it just sat there yeah. about two years. I did use it occasionally like if I was trying to impress a girl or something so I also did I tried to complete tinder that was another thing I wanted to do see if I could complete tinder which was which was unhealthy damaging completely counterproductive a total waste of time benefited no one um but I did it anyway so yeah uh, yeah so I sort of had this this period of a couple of years in this this apartment where I I just uh I was I was going through the motions at work. I was still getting the results, but my I just, my heart wasn't in it. Um, uh, anyway, that was that, that 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 ended. Then I, but by then at that period in my life, so it's probably a, yeah early thirties, getting into mid thirties. with that person for about four years, mid mid thirties and just after. I was I was very aware and had become part of AA, but I had not completely given myself to it and completely accepted what i was um uh so i would have periods of sobriety but they would be really unhappy periods of sobriety and all i'd be thinking about was when i could drink again and um so yeah people would think oh you know um he's not drinking and that's he's just not drinking you know i I've, i was a period as well and i i still do really enjoy it going to the gym and stuff so i i could say things like um you know I'm concentrating on on I've got to set this goal or whatever and, and that would be accepted. But I always knew that like oh, I can't wait until because then I can say to people, oh yeah, I've had a I've had a drink for two months, you know, let's really get on it. Which I would and then I'd continue at home, you know. So it's just completely out of control. Um yeah. And then in in the in meetings people were encouraging me to get a sponsor but I just like no nah, just I'm not gonna do it anyway. This went on and on and on. And then yeah I guess I you know I was, just getting in lots of trouble and it was it was clear to me that i I was on that i was at that point where my luck was going to run out and i was either going to get prosecuted for something um badly injured or killed and the i don't say that lightly because there have been enough indicators before in my life and enough red flags to suggest that um, injury was was either you know it was happening. I mean, it was happening. I, I, I'd wake up covered in just terrible bruises and cuts. I didn't know where I, I'd got them from. But then I was you know also badly hurting myself. You know, breaking. But you know, yeah, no, I've, broke, I've, I've, I've broken my toe, um, broke my nose a couple of times. But I don't know if that's entirely related. But teeth and is things that are clearly affecting. You, 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 your health that you know you can see you can't see what's happening to your liver you can't see your insides but you look in the mirror and you can't leave the house because you you know you've got black eyes and stuff so that you know it was becoming a, it was a deep concern but by then I was addicted and this was when that's that's when you really get the fear for me that's when I really really got the fear because I realized I I wasn't a an um and you, 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 are, you are consumed by paranoia because you are so scared of the fact that you're just along for the ride here and you don't know what's over. You're on a roller coaster and you don't know who's... It's an incomplete one. You don't know if anyone's laying the track and you don't know how far you've got or what's over next hill, but pretty pretty much you know you're fucked. You know this is going to be a journey into hell. And and you know, there might be a break coming up, but you've got to hit it. And this could, this is the last opportunity. I really felt that I would started another relationship, and um, and uh, it, and it got serious very quickly. Um, but I, I could not; it could not continue. The point I want to make for 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 me, what's so important to me, and the reason why I've done this is that. You cannot stop drinking for other people. It does not work. If you're stopping drinking because of what other people think, you will fail. If you are stopping drinking because peers tell you you should, you will fail. If you are attempting to stop drinking because you want to, because you no, you should, because you want a better life for you. You will succeed. And it was something I did not get. Um, so I'll be going back to AA. I mean, floods of tears. I just don't get it. This has gone wrong, blah, blah, blah. And people are like, get a sponsor. Get it. You're not doing it. You're not doing the step. You're not listening. Your way isn't working. Didn't listen. Anyway, just to, the, the bottom line is... One day I was just sat in a room and I just completely had enough. And I thought, I actually thought, my relationship is over. I accept that. Um, didn't want it, but I accept it. This is now about saving your life. Something had happened. Um, There's paramedics involved. And uh, I thought, this is now about saving your life. You have to shut out everything else. There is no other priority. Just you. Yeah, and, and, and this is something else I had to get across as well when you're quitting drinking you've got to be you've got to be really selfish i'm afraid because you are the most important person in this no one else matters and the reason the reason why no one else matters at this stage is because everyone else matters so in order to help those people that you love you have to stop drinking in order to stop drinking you have to be selfish then You can be the person that they want you to be. You can offer that support. You can be the the ideas person, the shoulder. You can be the motivator, the reliable individual that has their back, everything they want and deserve that you could never give them. You can give them by being selfish in those initial steps. Yeah. So that's what I did. And I was really brutal about it, you know. I, uh, uh, but, but, but at this point, by the way, I'd, I'd, I'd had that other job. I'd left that to try and set up my business. I was really, really struggling to get um, w- with that. but was making ends meet here and there, blah blah blah. But I shut everything off. I just said, right, you know, everything's finished. I'm just con- just concentrating on me. All I care about is me. So I was working, doing what I could to to to, to bring money in. Um, and then every evening was was meetings. Every evening. I can't remember how I did in the row. I don't, I don't think I did 90, 90 days. I think I, I've, but I, I, I wasn't far off. Uh, and I was doing online stuff as well. Yeah. But what I did was in one of these online meetings, it was an international one actually was, uh, was, um, a little message popped up. I think mean, I just got on there. I was on day zero, you know, totally broken, just couldn't really, didn't even want to talk. And a little message popped up saying, uh, so it was like, it was one of the moderators. Um, who was also a spot, an AA sponsor, who just said, your way isn't working. And then it popped up again, chat, question mark. And then after the meeting, we had a chat. Uh, yeah, and he went on to be my sponsor. And he was amazing. Totally did all that you know, like next, like following day, starting work, checking on me twice a day, calls every day, Right, step one, step one, step one motivate WhatsApp and checking on you all the time, knowing that you've got someone there. It's totally anonymous. I mean, I know who this person is, and we were having Zoom calls. I never met them, by the way, because this is, you know, they don't live near me. <laughs> right. um, but I know them, and I know them well. Yeah, and it's just like, shit, I've got someone that completely gets me, but like, they mm-hmm. completely understand. And he's just telling me these stories. Now they're, they're worse than mine. I'm like, oh, my God. Jesus Christ, I can tell this guy anything, because, you know... You know, he ended up doing this, and like that terrible thing happened. He lost his kids, and all these, all these things. Um, so yeah, it was like the the weight that's lifted off your shoulders. you know, talking to you is is incredibly, uh, it's incredibly healthy thing to do. And I just, I, I, I hope, I hope so much that this helps. You know, even one person, um, just to know that there's this, there's all these people that, you know, it's it's happening everywhere. We just don't see it um yeah and uh i, I did the steps and it was like it just changed like my whole life started to change just everything just just my whole outlook i mean my partner now says you are a different person it's just it's just like you're there like all the bits i liked in you were there um like the personality traits and yeah, you know, your sense of humor is the same and all the, you know i'm pretty dark and and pretty dirty sense of humor and stuff so that's all there it's just that when you're drinking it was just being turned up to 11 to such a degree that you were so offensive and you were you know you would just do the most unbelievable things and you, you know you you, it, you basically became it, yeah as and this is a term that everyone or so many people will be familiar with the Jekyll and Hyde analogy you hear it in, in rooms all the time I mean you know that guy that killed somebody you couldn't remember doing it I mean. Jesus, he just turned into someone else. He didn't. He, I don't think he was an angel, but he wasn't a killer, you know. Mm. And I'm, I'm really pleased to say I was there when he got his year, um, uh, his year uh, uh, token. You know, it was an amazing transformation in this guy. He just his eyes were lit. He, 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 he. I mean, he went to prison for about ten years. He got done for murder. He just didn't know he'd done it. Pretty guilty, and he's like, well, if you say so, um, yeah, he did it. Uh, he yeah. Did it. Uh, yeah, um, uh, and to see him, and you know, with with, with new clothes on and it's, it's bounding into the room, she's like, "Wow, I want that!" And I didn't even kill anyone, you know. So it's, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, and I like those things as well because you do, you can get some gallows humour and stuff. But um, so yeah, it's just like these little things like that. And I had destroyed, you know, pretty much by then everything. Um, and I was like, right, so why? But why am I doing this? What? Why do I want to do this? Um, You know, I'm I'm someone that really believes in in fact. I I hate bullshit. Um, I hate virtue signalling. I hate fake sentiment. Um, I hate lip service. And I hate hate fake friends. And I don't have many friends. And I, I choose them carefully. And of my friends, I was thinking about this the other night. One, I've been best friends with for 33 years another good friends with for 27 years, another 22 years. I don't really have people outside of that circle. Mm. And it's very hard. And I don't let people in. I do it on purpose. And that's part of my personality. And that's not necessarily a bad thing. And that's another thing I wanted to convey as well is that a lot of alcoholics or people in recovery think that they're bad people. They're not. And you, and you have to differenti- differentiate between what is actually just you and what was the alcohol and what were the your, parts of your personality that the alcohol um, accentuated to such to a damaging degree, uh, and and was pouring, you know, petrol on. And yeah. um, once you identify those problems, you know, they're pretty easy to iron out once once you've got a straight head, it's certainly once you don't know it's not clouded by alcohol and, and all of the demonic thought processes yeah. associated with it. I've lost track of where I was a bit there. Where did I last get to we're
0: not bad people?
1: <laughs> yeah, 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 that's right. Not you know, not bad people, but you have these person. That's right. So my partner was saying, you know, you. we didn't argue for a start for weeks because I just had no desire to argue about anything. I mean, I, I wasn't um, living with my partner at the time. So I was very, we weren't really talking that much. And I hadn't told them what I was doing, but I decided to turn my life around, whether that was for me, no one else, me. Um, so that person, I wasn't going, oh, couldn't we try and sort things out? I was saying, I'm sorting my life out. I'd like yeah. to be part of that life, but at the moment I need to make sure that that life exists. Yeah. So, leave me to it. Um, and, 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 you know, and, and there was no... As far as I was concerned, that I was finished. I mean, I really... I told my parents everything, you know, it's over. Yeah. Um, I had not told my, my, my... You know, I had not gone into full detail the horror stories with, with family, just because um, there's just no need. And it doesn't, yeah. it doesn't help. And as my amazing um, sponsor always says, live in the solution, living in the solution, not so dwell on the demons and things. Don't, don't unnecessarily hurt people or burden people with, with problems that aren't theirs to deal with. Take responsibility for your, for your, for your problems and your own issues. <clears throat> you know, base them. And, you know, this, this is how we, we, we beat drink. Um, yeah. So, so I was really focused and I just, I, I, I just, it just opened up this new world for me. Not having drink, I was working incredibly hard, physical labour again, um, but but was was built trying to build this business in the background, and 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 just just get just my initial challenge was to get um, alcohol out of my system, and then get it out of my and then I could worry about getting it out of my mind because I suffered DTS badly. You know, when I stopped, I'd. Um, three days would be hell for me Uh, Mm. and i never got to the stage where i thought shit i mean i see people going to hospital and stuff and listen i'm not a doctor right i do not If you feel like you've got to go to seek help go for it i'm not going to say otherwise for me i never felt that it was that bad but it was you know terrible cold sweats and shakes and awful paranoia and sickness Couldn't he? and but for me i just like yeah this is what it is i know the score you know, I remember going to pubs before and, and not, not being able to hold a pint. It's just so, it's crazy. And having to, I, I remember drinking a pint out of a straw. I mean, who yeah. does that? Who, who does that? Someone that really wants that pint, that's who. Yeah. <laughs> I can't pick it up.
0: Somebody you who's know, getting the pint in no matter what.
1: Yeah, you know. And I, 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 I saw a guy in, in, in AA that used a baby beaker to, wow. to drink from because he couldn't hold any other he had to hold it with both hands, shaking. Although alcohol's not allowed in the rooms, he would do it outside, and he would talk openly about it. Uh, and that person actually needed a prop professional detox in a facility, which I I believe happened. Um, yeah, so I just really once that, once that happened, and I, I you know it was great that I, I had this amazing this 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 this. Uh, this labour, a really hard labouring job. It got me out in the sunshine, sweating it all out. And uh, I was working on my own. I could just forget. It all happens with my music and and uh, and the countryside, and, and uh, which I love. And just just having a reset, you know, just having a mm. mental reset. <coughs> Thinking about what my options were with my career, with life, just life, you know, middle-aged. You know, what have I achieved? Where am I? I suppose, I suppose some people might call it a midlife crisis, I guess, maybe. Maybe, you know, Tony Blair's pictured holding an electric guitar. I don't know, whatever. For me, I know it's a poignant reflection on where I am. Was this where I expected to be? Is it where I want to be? And what can I do now to improve my odds of having a quality um, rest of my life? You know, I I hope I have, you know, a decent amount of time left. We never know. Um, And again, it's not something I'm going to concern myself with. All I have concerns with today, which is so wonderful, is... Is today, and I can tell you now, I'm not going to drink today. Hundred percent, hundred percent. There is no, there is no way I'm drinking today. Now, I'm not going to yeah. tell you if I can, if I'm going to drink tomorrow. None of your business. It's none of mine either, frankly. It's none of mine. And if you ask me the same question in the morning, I'll tell you the same thing, and I'll tell yeah. you the same thing about tomorrow. And I know I, you know, I know you, you will have that same mindset, and it's it's vital. You can't, I can't hammer it home enough because. Don't just apply this to, to drinking, apply it to so many factors in your life. Think about the stress you put 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 under your, put yourself under in work. Sorry, uh, yeah, we've got time yeah, no, I
0: was, I was just gonna say to you, on that note of talking about today, should we just take a little pause and we'll come back sure. and talk about how you feel about today?
1: Yeah, 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 sure.
0: One minute. Hello, and we're back with Harvey
1: hey yeah um okay so yeah so, so basically i I'm, I'm now at the stage where i i have actually created a mindset in my in my head i'm gonna do this i've got this sponsor brilliant um and 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 i i'm i i am this is for me and i'm gonna do it and, and want you to. know yeah, i want it Mm. fuck alcohol you know that 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 was I'm sorry to swear but that's just I no. I had I, I just had that fire in my belly about it whereas w- when I had that passion about everything else on other things I would achieve them and, and, I'd, and I'd love it and I'd be proud of myself and I'd never done it with alcohol properly but it, that was the time that I realized I'd never done it properly and there was only one person to blame for that and it was me And I just never accepted that mm. um and it's got nothing. But one thing I'd also like to add quickly about AA is that I am not religious in any way. I, I, I am christened um, and I've, um, uh, uh, you know, I respect everyone's, everyone's views on religion. I'm just not particularly religious. And I, I, I see no connection with, um, um, for me, with AA and, you know, a, any kind of requirement to be religious. It has not affected me in any way. Um, yeah. But I respect anyone that, that decides that that, that that works for them. Okay, so, um, yeah, and and once I knew I was going to do it, the days started ticking away, and I'd be getting to a week. You know, the first three days, yep, help. Then a week, and then as the time goes on and on and on, you start to think, and then I was doing more and more steps. And I completed the steps. I think it took, I think it was something like, I think it was about seven and a half months, something like that. I didn't rush it. Um, I didn't take ages either. Uh, he said it was... You know, that's, that's deemed, I think, a sensible time. Yeah. Um, and and I, I still apply them every day and everyone does them differently. Um, and I, and, I, and I, you know, I'm not here to talk about specifically AA steps, of course, but what I am here to talk about is the strategies that work um, and some of the challenges you face, but also like the really positive things that, that will happen. So when I, when I got to a few weeks into, um, into sobriety, and I was still doing my job, probably about a month, doing this, this labouring job. that was only ever part-time. Um, something happened. By then, I was, uh, was kind of, I guess I was kind of talking to the universe a bit. Um, I don't know if you call it chi or what, but I was sort of, I was deciding that really I hadn't really been very grateful for much. And, you know, there's some really good things that happened in my life, and I've been incredibly lucky. I mean, just, you know, just even being in a safe environment, you've only got to look at, at, at Kabul and, uh, you know, Afghanistan as a whole realize how lucky we are anyway, and you know we choose to to throw alcohol into the mix. You know we are not being shot at. Um, so when I started doing that, I was just like, "Hey, listen!" And I'm talking to myself. Okay, I'm not talking. I'm not saying I was talking to God or anything. I'm talking to myself, like my inner person. Like to me, well, for me, it's like the universe. Like the, I'm fascinated by space, the wonder of the universe. So just whatever there's loads of things we don't understand. Right. Okay. I can tell you one thing we don't understand is dark matter. And once we do understand dark matter, we can then start thinking about, um, as I understand it, faster than light drives, things like that, and different dimensions, things like that. Well, there's loads. We don't know. So I'm talking to whatever I don't know. Um, I don't care if it's the, the aliens that, that, that the Pentagon have finally admitted are, are flying about if, if they have the report didn't say that much. Um, so yeah, and things just started to happen. Like my phone went and it's just someone saying, um, well, I've done a load of networking last year, which was all around drinking. I mean, I must admit. And they're like, you just, suddenly your name came up. Well, I was like, yeah, that guy. Do you, what, do you, can you come and do a bit of work for us? You know, what's your day rate? And I'm like, shit, I don't even know. You know, I hadn't even thought of that. I just, I hadn't even set up a website or anything. I, I just, I had this idea in my head. I thought there's a space here that I can fill with the experience that I have, um, and, and, and I could believe this could be a business. So then I was off, so like I made up this day rate, and I worked for them, and it, and it went well, and I delivered. And they paid me very quickly, uh, and then they said, um, so we're just going to check, is it all right if we chuck out your, you know, your name and number to some other people in the group? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, of course, of course. And I think when I took that call, I <laughs> think when I took that call, I was handling, the rings that are used to castrate pigs. So I was, I, I was working like a farm environment and I'm taking this call, this really professional call with these people to start this business. But I remember thinking like, you know, it's like where, how have I got here? Like five years ago, I was, I might've been in a ditch in another country yeah. and I would have, I've done, I mean, I did that. I woke up in another country. I didn't know, or I had to really have to think about which country I was in, then worry about how I was going to get back to where I was. And I wasn't even sure I was staying. Um, anyway. <laughs> And yeah, and it's like wow. And then suddenly, I start getting this work. And then it's when this guy had said, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna put this around to you know lots of people." What he actually meant was 1,400 members of their group that they've now said this guy's delivered very well on this in this field. Here's his number if you ever need him. I was rushed off my feet for weeks. I had to quit this other job, and suddenly I had a business. I had too much work. I couldn't deal with it. So then suddenly I'm like, so now all my drinking's like the idea that I would. Ruin that, of course. The first thing I'd have done had it been six months ago was celebrate. Yeah. Oh, I've got to work cool, let's go and get pissed for three days and then forget that you had the call and then fuck it up. Yeah, that's what would have happened. Yeah, and then they'd have said instead of saying, Let's tell 1400 people in our group we've got an operator here who knows what he's doing, don't bother with that guy, he's a piss head, bang! And that's 1400 people, that's a waste of time. That's my business ruined ruined instead i made that decision for me to not drink which loads of people listening to this have done and well done and just by doing that something happened the world turned and the phone rang and from then in terms of my business i haven't looked back frankly there have been quieter periods but the word of mouth you deliver you get the real and the only way i can deliver is by not drinking that isn't why i don't drink as i keep saying it's not why i don't drink i don't drink for me I don't yeah. drink so that I can enjoy my life, so I can yeah. actually have clarity of thought, appreciate emotions and know that they're actually genuine emotions that have been generated for a reason, not because they've been manipulated by a drug that is trying to kill me. Um, you know, being naturally rewarded with an endorphin after a gym session or because I've had a good result of work is far more value to me than what it felt like you know getting through that 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 first glass of wine knowing that i had four bottles left or whatever yeah you know and that might have felt good for 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 three seconds but it's nothing well you know three seconds and then the misery that followed but it's just that feeling is nothing like you know seeing my partner just smile at me for no reason Mm. you know what's that worth yeah (laughs) is that worth not drinking yeah. but it's not why i don't drink no. <laughs> i say that to her i say listen you're great it's amazing you want to why i don't drink and like really like, i don't know i kind of wind her up a bit with it i'm not trying to be mean but i'm saying it's because you are like what you're pleased with i i i did for me because i want a life of which you are a part and this yes. is what i just treat, and, and that means not drinking but you need to understand that I will never concede. I mean, someone said it to me the other day. I was at a party and they just shook my hand. And there's someone I respect because um, uh, they 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 were hugely into um, into addiction, having suffered. They were in the military and uh, saw a lot saw a lot, and for them and came back and 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 really went to pieces with 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 booze, cocaine, and I'm not surprised from what they saw. But um, you know, for him. to to shake my hand meant a tremendous amount because I'd I'd betrayed his uh, trust and respect in the past. Um, But yeah, it's, uh, uh, he said to me, I know how hard it is. And yeah, I was really choked up by that. But yeah, like I I said at the time, I, I sort of made a point in saying to them, Thank you. That, uh, you know, it's a bit embarrassing. I didn't really want it done in front of other people, but I said, that, that really means a lot, thanks. Um, the reason before I was unable to stop drinking was because I, I, I stopped for other people. That's not why I stopped, mm-hmm. but I'm really grateful. I stopped for me. And then you can see them man. he acknowledged it. He's like, no, I get it, I get it, I get it. And he had a little smile, but it's important that for me, it's so important that, that I know that's why I'm doing it. Because if I think I'm doing it to someone else, I'll fail because I'll end up resenting that person. I, and this is a personality trait. And it's another important thing. I can't change that part of my personality. I've tr- I've seen in sobriety, that is me. And yeah. I, over my whole career and my childhood, I have these assets. I'm stubborn. I can be arrogant. I can be bullish. Okay. But that's okay. That is me. And how I, how I filter those, that's my responsibility. And if I am... Irresponsible with those character traits. That's my responsibility. And not drinking even more so than my responsibility to filter because I have no excuse, but I accept that they're there and people really need to get that just because you stop drinking, you don't become this angel. You know, you're not a mate, you're not a God. You're like, you're, you're a human being that's been gifted with a life that we were throwing away for years and you have a responsibility to yourself and a duty to yourself to get your house in order so that you can fairly treat the people around you that you love and who have been there for you that's how i see it mm. and that's very much where i am but um yeah i just wanted to go through some of the things like on the um on the uh, i am sober app i did like i post on there maybe once or twice a month tend to do it if there's um uh if i pass a milestone or or sometimes I just like to go into it. And I think what's fantastic about this app is, is the way um, you you, you can watch everyone's journey and you can see all of their faults in like a live stream and you can recognize them and you can empathize and, yeah. and, and you isn't can just it, jump in.
0: Isn't it mad as well that you see like some of the things that you are going through people on exactly the same kind of timeline or you, or you have friends on there who are behind you and you go yeah 6 weeks i felt exactly the same as that and you see there are certain patterns in your addiction 100%. and giving it up that that is 100%, universal
1: 100% listen sobriety i've learned is a, it's actually a well trodden path but we've yeah. also got a, we've got a there, there there have been trailblazers um you know and uh, and and pathfinders and we have a responsibility to follow follow those paths and and um, and honor them and respect them and, and and but also we have a huge responsibility to lead others as well so yeah. there are there are those that came before us and i i look up to them and i, I see them as guides um and and you know they're, they're great they're, you know they that as i say they're the pathfinders and you you trust them because they they are more experienced than you and they're more qualified to talk about things than you are and that's not it it, it takes nothing away from your achievements when you look behind you on the path there are people on 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 taking the steps that you've already taken and you can reassure them that look I did it and I'm here I'm where you want to be and and those people in front of me that's where I want to be we're all on the same journey and and the journey never ends until we die and but but it's a wonderful one to be on and who knows what happens when we die I don't know maybe we'll go and sit in a I am sober chat room who knows but (laughs) You know, but, <laughs> but uh, you know I, that's why I think that apps like this is so important. And um, Drifter, obviously, I've, you know read into his background, and so say, I'm new to 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 uh, sorry to, to this pod, uh, to I'm not new to I'm sober am new to the podcast. And Drifter, people like Drifter, is so important because they 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 see you know it's it's there, there is this huge community, but there aren't always the people that will take the reins and actually make make something real and make the platform real and and that's what's happened here and then finding people like you that will give up their time and you know give up your saturday to 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 help people and it brings out i find sobriety whilst it doesn't change some of the negative characters one might have in their personality which is how you are made um it betters you It, it, it brings out the best of your good character um, and for me, certainly, I've I've found a, a desire to want to help people in a way that I never had. It's, um, hugely in um, you know the addiction arena. Uh, I only speak I can only speak through alcohol addiction, but um, you know to keep a, a community and a fellowship going for, for for indefinitely. You know alcohol the way it is in society at the moment, and I can I can speak with some some experience of of how communications works frankly, is, is in the Western world is staggering. You know, we're, we're, the burden that's put on the NHS is, is a direct result of our relationship. I mean, there are many factors, but the relationship the Western world has with alcohol is, is incredibly unhealthy. Um, that's not for us to, to debate. But what I'm saying is this problem ain't going anywhere fast and it's vital that these communities exist. But I, I just wanted to uh, run through. I, I did put this. Anyone who follows me on um, on the Iron Sober app may, may have seen this. But uh, I put just, after I hit a year, I put together a little list. I just thought, right, OK, I'm, I'm a fact-based person. What have you done in the past 12 months that you wouldn't have done before? Come on, really. How good's this no-drinking malarkey been? And I just sat down and I just tapped away. I, think I was lying in bed, actually. And I just started tapping away. I didn't, I didn't put notes. And I just wrote down. First few things that came to my head. And this is pretty much in order. And I'll just read out the list as it is on the app. Saved my relationship. Started a successful business. Cleared most of my debt. The rest is structured and manageable. Ripped up the decking myself and laid a patio. Built a a brick barbecue. I have never picked up a brick in my life. Turned a spare room into a functional office space that now finances the house converting the outhouse into a professional office, regained the trust of my extended family, vastly improved relationship with my own family, started judo, having never practiced a martial art in my life, my goal is black belt in four years, lost nine pounds of belly fat, helped at least one very good friend quit alcohol for good. I will support them in perpetuity. Celebrated a birthday, Christmas, New Year, And this weekend a stag do without the slightest fear or paranoia the following day and i finished it by saying to be fair to alcohol below is a list of things i've missed about drink and the benefits it brought me over 20 years and then there's simply an empty space and that is that is all i look at that and i can't change has any of that exaggerated is any of that not true is any of that not happened and i i I hope there will be a picture of, of the barbecue that i built that people come over and go, "Who built your barbecue?" You know, I, I did, and they just laugh at me. Don't be stupid. Who actually built it? <laughs> you know, I never ever would have had the, the 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 passion or the inclination or the idea to do that. You know, I laid, like I, I, I say, I laid the decking. I ripped up all of the decking, and some people a lot cleverer than I did um, laid the patio. But they wouldn't have done had I not, not had I not repaired the smashed relationship I would created. i I'd, I'd, I'd done um i was responsible for with my extended family so you know none of that would have happened without it and that was vitally important as well just gaining just like I, you know do don't say do you don't have to tell people what you're doing uh there was there was a friend of mine in, um actually maybe i won't go there but what i think the point i'm going to make is you don't have to shout about what you're doing i don't if people ask me I say you know there are ways to deal with that I'll just say uh, I've decided I don't have a workable relationship with alcohol and I don't want to drink anymore ever and then I, but I make it very clear this isn't a discussion so let's not you know yeah. I drink lemonade and that's a real drink and conversation over politely yeah um, so but but yeah the, 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 the things that are the things that can be done just with that clarity of mind Built this barbecue i use it probably three four times a week and it, it, it's a it, it's a simple joy that i can take as a direct result of having clarity of thought yeah. and mind but also having self-respect yeah wanting to learn something wanting to do something other than sit in front of the tv and get shit face well
0: it's, it's, it's kind of amazing isn't it that you kind of don't you just you sit, you're, you're scared That you're nothing without alcohol that what is your life going to be if you haven't got alcohol in it and and once you get over that fear you kind of think oh my god like there is so much life there is so much life outside of alcohol so and and like you say getting to know yourself like you you you're ahead of me in 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 months but sort of all of a sudden this person emerges and you're like oh my god all these things that i can do and that i want to do and that i like and i just didn't know before because i know
1: (laughs) it's amazing and people still you know and and there is a massive joy when other people recognize what's what i find particularly pleasurable is when people that don't know what you are doing might come up to you and say like actually pull you aside and this has happened and say, uh, "Oh, do you look really well. Like, if you want to die, I was like, you look, you look good. Like, your eyes are clear." Because I was always, always looked so fucked. Yeah, you know, that was just my. That that was just how I looked. Yeah, but you know, yeah. It, it was like, Hang on, I don't. What? I don't look like a, an extra from Lord of the Rings anymore. And people are commenting on it. And then you start to think, "My God, how did I look?" And people weren't telling me what were people saying when I wasn't there. And all oh. of these fears, All of the. the all of this dark paranoia is lifted this fog it's just not an issue which yeah. then better equips you to deal with the real life challenges we face every day personally professionally people we care about you know what humans are a sociable community as a whole um and all all alcohol i ever found for me people say it's sociable and they drink socially there's nothing as unsociable to me as as a drunk, and I know that people can. there are people that can drink sensibly, I am not one of them. I simply cannot drink. Full stop, that is it. And there will be people listening to this that think that maybe they, 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 they can moderate. Well, good luck to you. But all I'll say is, I tried to moderate for, I'd say, 15 years, and it failed. And why did my sponsor get through to me? how did he how did he get through to me because he knows what he taught what he's talking about he's an expert in his field and he wrote your way isn't working and I looked at that and thought is that a fact yes <laughs> chat yes bang we're off and that's why I hope this you know that you you your amazing podcast and the time you've given me if one person hears this and thinks Do you know what I, I was thinking I'm going to do a few months and then, yeah, but I've got that thing coming up. Actually thinks, who am I kidding? That thing coming up is going to end me, I'm going to be back where I was six months ago, but worse. And I would say that as well, all of my experience with people that relapse, limited as it is to, to, to only 13 months, but spending lots of time in the rooms, all of my experience with, um, of people that relapse is that they end up in a worse place because they punish themselves. And yeah. they think that they tried really hard and they, they, they had some success and the, and, but then it went wrong and therefore they have to punish themselves and they can't ever get back on, 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 on track so they might as well drink themselves to death. And people do die every single day um, from alcohol abuse and the effects of it whether it be long-term disease or accidents. You know, the, the biggest cause of death for alcoholics falling down the stairs.
0: I know somebody. Yeah.
1: There yeah, you go. Know. I'm sorry
0: to hear that yeah um I was just going to say on the note of 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 you know if you can just help one person I just this week somebody had heard my podcast from all those months ago and said that it had made a difference to them today and and like you just said whether that stops somebody thinking oh I'll just drink for that event or if it just stops them drinking today I found enormous pride and happiness that that my story had helped one person just not drink that day, and hopefully they'll do the same thing tomorrow. And and exactly. it is a really empowering feeling helping other people.
1: When I do post on on there, sometimes I will go back on on um, the Iron Sober app. I will go back to day one and the zero day is, and just write yeah. something there that as, as you you touched on earlier, and just write something I feel you know how did I feel on that day? What did I need to hear? Um, and just to say, you know, look, ladies and gentlemen, amazing. You, you feel like you're in the shit, but you're, this, this is amazing that you're here. This is like a really, what you've done is fantastic. I'm jealous of you almost. Any reason I'm not jealous is because you've been drinking recently, but I'm jealous of the journey you're going to go on because your life is only going to get better. It can't get any worse. Otherwise you wouldn't be here. So literally yeah. each step you take, every day you take with that simple process, things are going to get better and then that something's going to happen. I promise something will happen. I promised it. You know, in my work, I always say to clients, I guarantee you nothing because I find that when you then deliver the impossible, they're even more impressed. Right. It's just, it's like a little theory. I'm not guaranteeing you anything. Anyone else does is an idiot, but I'll I'll likely deliver you something amazing and then you'll use me again. When these, every single step that's, that i've lost my track again what was i saying just before that on the day uh, one? Day
0: zeros
1: yeah day zero. okay so days so yes sorry so that, that was it the guarantee yeah the guarantee is that guarantee yourself you won't drink today and then and, and forget about everything else and just give yourself the same guarantee the next day and it's that that simple yes and yeah. that is when this is it this that is when positive things will happen because you will be behaving Yes, and I give you a cast iron, this guarantee that they will happen. And I'm prepared to do that when I don't get guarantees elsewhere, because you will be behaving in a way you would have not been had you been drinking. Therefore, demonstrably, you will be behaving in a social way, not an antisocial way. Demonstrably, you will be making calculated decisions that are made in your best interests and others. As a result, people want to be associated with you personally and professionally. As a result, opportunities will come your way. So things will just improve by literally doing nothing.
0: There, There is this awful feeling, I did a post not that long ago, about being on day zero or day one where you feel like you're stood at the foot of a mountain and you've got this huge mountain in front of you. And I said, well, congratulations. Some people don't even know there's a mountain. You know, some people have no idea, and you're actually there with your boots on, trying to climb it.
1: So well done. You were blind. Now you can see. Yeah. You literally yeah. we just un- unblindfolded you, or but 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 you did it. You yep. did it. You elected to see, and it's great. And this isn't happy clappy, all dancing around holding hands. There'll be people that are that are in recovery that I hate, and they'll hate yep. me because we're we're different personalities. But we all have the same common goal and interest and but I found the vast majority weird, we, you find that you have, there are actually a lot of similar personalities in recovery because there have to be certain traits that got you into that mess in the first place. and you know that can be throwing yourself at things. I find a lot of um, a lot of alcoholics and very heavy drinkers get obsessed with things and and, and as I say can be very successful people. I, I'm very they're dedicated. Good Huge, <laughs> yeah. yeah. People that say that alcoholics don't have um, a- any discipline. Do you know how much, I heard someone else say this, so I won't take the credit, but I heard someone saying, you know, do you know how much discipline it takes to be an alcoholic, to be puking up and still drinking? That's discipline. And so getting don't up say and going to work. Getting up and going to work and yeah. delivering with a screaming, if I, I can't tell you some of the things I did, but Jesus, some of the stunts I pulled at work to keep drinking, you know, mm. oh, Jesus. I mean, I can't, but, you know, so... Don't say we're not disciplined. And don't, and, and I, I I can't stand it when people judge people in recovery. If you're going to judge people like us, give us a pat on the back. Otherwise, shut up and piss off, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah. Because anyone that thinks that people that have made this decision are weak or have some kind of defect, well, maybe there is a, a, a biological explanation or contributing factor, but to describe these people as um, some somehow they have failed in integrating themselves into civilised society because they can't control themselves when they put a particular drug into their body is obscene and yes. wrong uh, and should not be um, allowed to be part of any of our narrative. Um, and if anyone were to say that in front of me, I would be very direct in that messaging, as I'm sure you can tell. So, you know, I, and, and we have that responsibility towards yeah. each other as a you, community. You
0: said earlier that. That we're not here to debate the way society sees um alcohol and we're not but i i would like to think that talking more and more openly about how shit it is that that you know it is the it's the given narrative that it's okay to to drink loads and loads and then when you're in a situation like us where we're actually trying to stop people look at you and go what you're drinking lemonade what are you drinking lemonade for yeah. um you know i think the more that that we proudly say no actually um it's not okay that everybody sees it like that hopefully you know it's like smoking smoking once was was you know you'll yeah, we'll it. It. We'll get it you know now now it, it's it's socially unacceptable so i, I think this is that we are we are trailing a blaze ourselves so
1: <laughs> one one another post i never ever want to take credit for anything anyone else has said but another post that uh, was on the the uh, the I am sober app that, that uh, struck me and I commented on it. Um, someone had put up was was alcohol is the only drug that when you stop taking it, people think there's something wrong with you. Yeah. It's like, oh my God, that's so yeah. true. That is absolutely it. But but it's also the drug that when you stop taking it, people want to know how. It's like, hey, we're having fun. All that boring, get doesn't drink. You know, I went on a stag, dude. Yeah. You know, I didn't drink. And like I've never, I, you know, it's just like, do you know why I did it? Because I've said I would, because I promised yeah. I would. Do you know if I was drinking, there was probably if I'd been drinking, there would be there would have been less chance of me going on that stag, because it was a long way to travel and I'd have been pissed. So I'd have probably just stayed at home, got pissed, and made a lame excuse. Instead, I'd made a commitment to a friend. I said, therefore i do. So I delivered on it. Wasn't any fun for me particularly, not because there's no alcohol involved. I had absolutely zero desire to drink, but very long journey. What well, you know, I didn't know anyone there, but I promised, I made a commitment and I honored it. No because it's the right thing to do. And that yeah. is how we act in sobriety. But also because I knew that I probably wouldn't have gone had I been drinking. So it was important. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, but, it's, but when you start drinking, people are like, how have you, how, if some people even pull you aside, I've had it. How, how have you done it? I got a yeah. private message from a, from a mate saying, I, I, I'm an alcoholic. He'd never told anyone. He said, oh, what you've done, I hadn't made any kind of announcement. Mm. Um, but uh, people had noticed I just wasn't drinking. But he, I think he read between the lines, and he just said, "How have you done this?" And I just wrote back to him and said, oh, "I'm an alcoholic in recovery. Okay, um, I will come over immediately." And we went and blah blah. And that's and that and just like, mm. you know, my sponsor did to me a complete stranger, and he yeah. hasn't drunk his first year anniversary is coming up.
0: Fab, ah, fantastic. Yeah. There we so, go. Yeah, that's
1: pretty much me. You know, that's it. I'm, I'm, I'm I again. Another really, just finally, like, really important thing is, is um, never, ever to be complacent. I think, I mean, I can't, I can't remember an evening where I've lied down on my pillow and not expressed my gratitude to something. I don't know what it is, um, yeah. the universe, whatever. Just, you know, maybe, maybe this is falling on deaf ears, but I know that when I say it, I feel like, I feel better about myself. And that helps, and that's important. Yeah. Um, yeah. That is important. People need to remember that you are important, and without you, all of the people. Imagine the damage that that would be caused if you were just to not exist. Like you have existed, but because of how you behave, suddenly you're gone. Imagine the damage that would do to your friends and family, and know what you're achieving every day that you don't drink. And finally, well done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Well done. Well done. Well done to both of us. A bit of a pat on the back there. And everybody. Thank you for the opportunity
1: to to, to speak. I really appreciate it.
0: Yeah, we really appreciate you coming on. I think it's just an amazing forum to to be able to talk about it and be proud of ourselves and and shine the light for other people. So thank you so much for coming on Sober Town. Um, Yeah, really appreciate that. And what else did I want to say? Just... Uh, you are Harvey. We are on the SoberTownPodcast.com. Bo- Please check it out. Please go and have a look because there's so much information for people out there and links to all sorts of organisations, AA and everything else. And yeah, what do you want to say, Harvey?
1: I am Harvey902. 902.
0: Harvey902. 902, and you're, you're round about the 13-month mark you can find people on there can't you it's not it's not the easiest yeah. um on i am sober but um but we yeah we I'll, I'll tell you i'll
1: tell you exactly where i am i'm on uh where am i oh god what does it say how how long you are oh christ Hang on.
0: i think you're 13 months. Well,
1: I, I am i am one year one month eight days wow <laughs> at, the time,
0: at the time of this podcast
1: <laughs> at the time of this podcast indeed
0: yeah all right well it's been absolutely amazing speaking to you and i really enjoyed it
1: me too thanks ever so much for your time yeah. and, and uh, listen good luck everyone and uh, yeah stay strong and you you we're on to a winner here. Yeah, let's stick at it
0: yeah good stuff all right then take care mate bye bye